Good. I like having you guys in front. No. Really? Nope. I don't know what that means. So. You're not buzzing your head. No. I'll actually. No. I, I don't know. All right. I need to know. This dictates my summer plan. Are we buzzing? No. 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 Okay. There are going to be times to talk. Um. So so you'll get to talk. Okay. But just as I'm as I'm talking, uh, just try to tune it in here. Okay. All right. What did you say, Chuck? Nothing. Chuck. Chuck. Do you need to take a walk? We're bonding. Okay. That's fair enough. Okay. Uh, we're not. We finished our series on Second Thessalonians. Michelle, if you weren't here last week, Michelle shared, and it was it was amazing. And if you missed it, yes, I. It's recorded on our website, so you can find it there. Or uh, if you need help finding it, I can send it to you, or or whatever. Okay. But seriously, it's worth it's worth listening to. Um, because Michelle, she shared, her, she shared her story, and it was really, it's really amazing and powerful uh, to see how God has worked in the midst of, of a lot of things that have happened in her life. It's really amazing. All right, and Michelle is awesome. Okay, uh, so we're just gonna read. We're gonna read today a story about Jesus and children and parents and disciples. Okay, pretty standard stuff. Okay, but here it is. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna read the passage. Um, and then I'm going to give you guys some questions to think about and talk about and then get back to me about, okay? And in between, I'll talk a little bit. All right, so here it is. It's in Mark chapter 10, verses 13 through 16, all right? Uh, this is what it says. And they were bringing children to him that he might touch them, and the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, let the children come to me. Do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in, the, in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. I'm going to read that one more time because it's kind of short, okay? And they were bringing children to him. So their parents were around bringing children to Jesus that he might touch them or that he might bless them. And the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. All right, let me pray, and then I'll get to our first question, okay? Jesus, uh, we thank you that you are here with us, that you desire um, to bless us, um, to show us goodness, to be goodness in our lives. Uh, would you help us to draw near to you? Uh, that we might uh, know your blessing and your goodness uh, that you offer to us as we walk alongside you in life. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, um, so I have, I have three little, little brothers, okay, below, below the age of 10, okay? And sometimes when I'm over at my parents' house and my little brothers are there, I'll have like a candy or something, or I'll have like a bag of candy, like Swedish fish, Okay, and my little brother, one of my little brothers will be there, and I'll be like, here you go. I'll give him a Swedish fish, okay? And he's, he's pumped up, all right? He's, like, super pumped up about it, and he's, like, and I'm, I'm like, you know, kind of, like, telling him, don't tell your brothers, you know, or don't tell mom or dad. And then he's eating the Swedish fish, and somehow, all of a sudden, another little brother runs up to me, and he's, like, looking at me, like, can I have a Swedish fish? <laughs> and, and I'm, like, okay, and I give him one, and all of a sudden, there's just a swarm of children around me, all begging for Swedish fish. Swedish fishes, okay? Fishies, little fishies of those tasty ones, okay? 
and there's just a swarm, a mob of children, all like, oh, we know this guy has a good thing. Okay, we gotta, we, we're going to swarm this guy and get all the Swedish fish we can, right? And I think in this passage that we're reading, we see Jesus, and there's all these parents bringing all these children to Jesus because they know that he has a good thing. Because they, because Jesus is sitting there and these parents are coming and they're saying, would you bless my child? Bless my child. Just be with him. Heal him. Bless, bless them. And it's amazing because we see that in this passage. But then what do we see? We, we see the disciples pushing these little children away and saying, no, no, don't, don't come close. Don't come close to them. And they're, they're rebuking the parents, right? They're saying, stop. No, stop. That's bad. Get your children away. Jesus doesn't have time. Jesus doesn't have time for these people. For these, for these little children, okay? So here's my first question for you, all right? To talk about your little groups and then come back to me with the greatest answer you've ever had, all right? <laughs> why, why do you think the disciples are rebuking or stopping the parents from, from trying to bring their children to Jesus, okay? Why do you think the disciples are trying to stop the parents from bringing their children to Jesus? Boom, go ahead. Brainstorm. Why do you think uh, the disciples are trying to stop the parents from bringing their children to Jesus? Oh, it's hard? Well, just think. Maybe whatever's coming to you in your head first. Just think, man. It's easy. Brett. You got me there. That's why I didn't join a group. I didn't want to have to. I'm having you guys think for me. What are you guys are talking about? Well, what's happening in your book? Tell them about your book. Tell them about your book. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll listen as you tell. Why don't they want the people to go to them? Jesus has stuff to do? Oh, he's got stuff to give. Uh-huh. Wow, I didn't even mean to do that. Because he's a good guy? But why don't the bodyguards want him to have, have the, let the other people have the good stuff? Oh, so it's 
All right. Let's see. What do we got here? What do we got here? Well, yeah, good. We'll start over here. We'll start over here with, with, with team, team Randolph. Team Shauna. Okay. Team Shauna. Wait, say the second thing again. Okay. Okay, so team, team Shauna over here is saying, team Shauna is saying, oh, maybe they don't think that Jesus has enough time for them or they want, or the disciples want all the blessings for themselves. So they're like, no, no one else can have them. No one else have, no one else have my blessings. Good. Team Shauna. Oh, okay. Uh, team up front. What's up? Okay, team up front. Did you have more? Brett? Okay, team up front is saying maybe the disciples don't think that uh, the children are deserving of the blessing. Okay. Okay, so maybe the children don't deserve it. Uh, team, uh, team Nick. What do you guys? Huh? Kids are annoying. Kids are annoying. Amen. That's why they're Kids. Ian would make a good disciple. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so kids are annoying. Is that the disciples are trying to protect Jesus from the annoying kids? Kids, are, okay. The disciples are trying to protect Jesus from. Get your dirty, sticky hands away from Jesus. Okay. No. Kids are annoying, but they're they're not just annoying, but they're dirty and stinky. Yeah. They're nuisances. Tell them to shower with their water, right? Thank you. You know. Oh yeah. Like Sprite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Team Nick, thank you. Um, and Team Team Cass. We think that they thought children were nothing. Children are nothing. So just kind of their like, their standing in society was just like, low, put away. There's more important people than children. Children than dogs. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Honestly, I can see that. I think, okay. I think everything, everything that you people said is. You people. Yeah, you people. All of you teams. All of the teams had, had great contributions. Okay. All of you had great, great contributions. What was the answer? Oh, well, I don't, I don't really know for sure the answer. I think. I think all of those, I think all of those things, here, here's, here's what I'm getting at, okay? I think all of those things probably are true, okay? And, and the disciples probably, maybe, maybe they had different ideas. Maybe some of them are like, oh, children are low, get them away. Maybe they're like, they're stinky. Jesus doesn't have time. I want the blessings. You know, maybe there's just a combination of all that stuff, okay, going on. But I think one major theme, one major theme throughout all the disciples, okay, from all of them, is they, they thought that they knew what Jesus wanted. Right? They didn't go to Jesus and say, Jesus, uh, do you want these children to come to you? Or they just, they thought they knew what Jesus wanted and they're like, okay, we're getting these children away. All right? They're like, Jesus, Jesus needs his space. Okay? He, Jesus, Jesus needs his space and we know that he needs his space and we're not going to ask him. We just know. Okay? And they didn't, they didn't ask him or anything. So, whatever the reason, whatever the reason is that the disciples turned the children away, 
the disciples get it wrong, right? And we know that because Jesus, is Jesus happy about this, that the disciples turn the children away? The word, the word that uh, the ESV uses is indignant. Does anyone know what that word means? Help me out. You can, but I'm going to tell you before. Uh, I, think, I think indignant. Uh, All right, Danny, tell us what indignant is. Project. Um, feeling or showing anger or annoyance at what is perceived as unfair treatment. Right. Okay. Yeah. Jesus saw. Jesus saw what was how how the disciples were treating treating the children, and he he was angry. He was annoyed about it. He was like, "This is not okay. The disciples have it wrong. They were they were treating they were treating their their the disciples were treating the children and the parents wrong wrongly according to Jesus. So the disciples the disciples thought that they knew Jesus's priorities. Okay. They thought that he knew his priorities, but they clearly didn't. Right. They clearly didn't. So here's. Here's uh, my question for you, okay? Right, the disciples, they were kind of making assumptions about what Jesus wanted, about who he was, who could come to him, who could draw near to him. Um, what kind of assumptions do you guys think people make today? Uh, maybe you, you can think personally, or others, just people you know in, in general. What kind of assumptions do people make about who can come to Jesus and who can't? All right? What kind of assumptions do people make about who can come to Jesus and who can't? Or maybe a better question is, who, who do you think can come to Jesus and who do you think can't? Okay? Go ahead. Oh. All right. So. All right, all right. You think personally, but maybe others. Maybe others in general. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. So in general, other people then, if you guys think everyone, but maybe who, do, do you think everyone thinks that I've been coming to Jesus? So, okay. Okay, so what are some examples of who can come to Jesus and who can't? Of other people, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like people who are like as of status as others. As of what? Status. Status. Oh, status. Oh, status. Status. Yes. Okay. Yes. I I don't know. I wasn't sure what he was trying to say, but now I understand. Status. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or yeah, yeah, and even within that, there could be like, oh, maybe yeah, this person can come to Jesus, but they can't go to this level. Right. People who have done bad things in the past. Uh-huh. Maybe people who do bad things currently. Huh? But, but maybe some people think they can. Huh? I haven't read the Sunday Shine. I have a lot of books, though. <laughs> it's a bussin' read? Right. I appreciate that. It's a bussin', huh? <clears throat> Those are good answers. All right. Uh, five seconds. Four. Three. All right. Let's see what we got here. Team. Team uh, Shauna. Team Shauna. Let's listen up to Team Shauna, see what they got. 
my brother said that someone may not like think that these words of them like themselves. Oh, they might think like themselves. Okay, so you said maybe other people, like some people might be like, oh, if you're from a certain background or uh, from a certain, uh, use three other, how you present yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then, but then you guys made a good point. You guys made a good point that some people, some people might be like, oh, I don't, I can't go to Jesus. So they even think about themselves. Very cool point. Um, team Nick. We had mixed thoughts. Okay. Imagine. Some, some thought that everybody can come to Jesus. Okay. How about they thought they were They can do that too. But some people thought that like they're people won't come to Jesus because they're afraid. Mm-hmm. Because they have fears about doing it. They don't okay. know what's gonna happen. Uh huh. They don't believe in Jesus, so they don't go to Jesus. Okay. So fears. All right. We need more time. Thank you, Team Nick. <laughs> up team up front. What? What do you guys say in general? You know, what kind of what kind of you know assumptions might people make about who can who can and can't? Oh, you don't forget. I know you remember. <laughs> Yeah. Others might not think the same thing. Yeah. Do you want to get any more specific, or you just want to end there? Like, some people might think that, like, some people who are their race, gender, age. Mm-hmm. Maybe you mentioned status before too. Status. Uh huh. Maybe they can or can't go to Jesus. Uh huh. People's perspectives. Sure. So, like, maybe just looking at people who who are different than us, whether they look different or act different or are of a different uh, just status. Maybe they say, oh, those people can't go to Jesus, right? Just because of differences like that. Cool. Thank you, team up front and team cast. Uh, we think everyone can come to Jesus unless they, like, explicitly don't want to. But nobody is, like, unavailable. Everybody can repent and come to Jesus. Yes. All right. Thank you. If there's a will, there's a way. Um, my question, I think, was a little misunderstood, but everyone had great answers, okay? I was just talking more general. No, no, no. I think, I think there were some still good answers, but I think I wasn't necessarily – I mean, it was good that you shared personally too, but also I want us to think generally of maybe other people because, yeah, I, I think a lot of us think everyone would come to Jesus, but then maybe there's some people that don't, you know? So I was just like, oh, what reasons? But that was good. We still had – that was still good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Team up front was was led by a great leader. So, yes, Danny is a good leader. Okay, no, I think I think everyone 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 had great thoughts and answers. All right, every team had great thoughts and answers. But I think the point that I was trying to make was just like the disciples, right? They kind of had assumptions about who could and who can't come to Jesus for all different reasons. Um, I think people still today have assumptions about who can and can't come to Jesus. But every time, every time that we make an assumption or every time that someone makes an assumption or tries to keep someone out or keep them away from Jesus, I think uh, a lot of you guys said this, that those people have it wrong. Because Jesus opens his arms wide to these little children, right, who probably are lower in status, dirty and sticky and uh, messy, probably a nuisance in a lot of ways. He opens their arms to them and he says, let the children come to me. Jesus says, let the, no, let the children come to me for such belongs the kingdom. Okay, he says, let the children come to me because the kingdom belongs to them. 
All right. Um, what does Jesus mean by this? Why does the kingdom belong to children? Go ahead. Why does the children belong to kingdom? Why does the kingdom belong to children? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Kingdom's gone. Okay. Just like that Kendrick Lamar song, King King's Dead. Is that what it's called? The song? Isn't there a song called King's Dead on Black Panther soundtrack? Huh? Black Panther soundtrack. Is that a song? Is it a song? No, that album was bussin'. You listen to that album? It's good. You should, you should give it a try. Oh, King's Dead. Yeah, King's Dead. I don't know that one. No, that's, that's not like his best option. Uh, sorry, guys. So that's those are your thoughts on uh, why does the kingdom belong to children? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where are your thoughts, Any more thoughts? Yeah, I think You are. No, no, no. I'm receiving them. Receiving, receiving. I'm gonna say all of them. I'm gonna give all the answers that you just gave to me. You what? He does? Doesn't. I'm receiving different messages. I'm like, Brett wants to share. He wants to share. I have a lot of thoughts. I'll, I'll, I'll give them eventually. All right. I know that might have not been a lot of time to talk, but 10, get 10 seconds. Finish up your thoughts. All right. Go first. Yes, that would be fair, huh? All right, let's let's bring it in. Pretend there's a gravitational pull. Oh, everyone, blow bubbles. Fill your cheeks with bubbles. Good job. Cass taught me that. Cass taught me that. That's nice. Uh, Zaire, unfortunately, I'm gonna let you go second. Because this team has gone last every time, so I'm going to let them go. All right, Team Cash, what's up? They go last? No. Okay, so they're, they're just like prone to have trusting. So Jesus is like, oh, the ones who easily believe, let them believe. Okay. Cool. Thank you for your thoughts, Team Cass. Uh, team Cass over here, in case you didn't hear it, Team Cass said that children easily trust or easily believe things. So that, those are their thoughts. Thank you, Team Cass. Uh, team uh, Zaire this time.
Okay. All right. Okay, so kind of similar to what Team Cass was saying. Thank you, Team Zaire Shauna, for your thoughts. That's true. Yeah, like children, children are open to believing things. And so like when, you know, we should be open to believing things and be influenced uh, by uh, early on. Have a foundation with Jesus. Thank you, Team Shauna Zaire. Influencers. Well, maybe share your thoughts. Do you want to share your thoughts, Team, up front? Uh, team, team Nick, let's hear it. Okay, so it's like, it's like the, the kingdom belongs to children, and what Jesus means by that is that the, the qualities of children, kind of what our other teams, our flank teams, uh, touched on, uh, like it's the, qual- the qualities of children. They're, they easily trust, they're, they're innocent, they, what, what was the other two things you said? Trust, wonder, right? They just have this kind of awe of the world. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Like a toddler. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so it's about character and qualities. Okay. Uh, team up front. What kind of thoughts we have? Braille. I have short-term memory loss. Short-term. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Um, you said that, like, it's because, like, the children are, like, the future in a way. Okay. Yeah. So the children are the future. So it's, like, to the children, the children, the kingdom of God, if it goes to the children, they'll grow up and... Uh, It'll be a big kingdom. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you, all you teams, uh, for your thoughts. Um, I, think, I think all of you touched on, touched on some really great things, right? It's, I think almost everyone hit at uh, it's about the character of the children, right? The kingdom belongs to children. And what Jesus means by that, it's like, what are the, what are the characteristics of, the, of children, okay? Uh, yes, they're, they're, they're often awestruck. And they're often in wonder. Um, yes? Annoying. Okay. They can be annoying. They can, what'd you say? That's true, Danny. They're hungry. Hungry. What, uh, some other characteristics of children? Whiny. 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 What'd you say? Short-lived. Influenceable. Small. Small. Needy. Needy. Weak. Weak. Dirty. 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 Crybabies. Yes. Annoying again. Annoying again. Double annoying <laughs> times two. What'd you say? Fortnite. They play Fortnite. Um, that is actually, that's the one that lost me right there, Matthew. I, I think everything up to there, we, we, if, we dug, if we dug deeper, Matthew, if we dug deeper, we could probably find something to do with that, okay? But, but we're going to stick with these, okay? These characteristics of children. Every characteristic that you named, I think Jesus was thinking, was thinking about now when he says the kingdom belongs to children, okay? Even, even the bad ones. Like the characteristics like annoying. Yes. Jesus, the kingdom is for annoying children, is for whiny children, is for needy, weak children, right? Children have to rely on other people to keep them alive, right? They're needy. And, and, and oftentimes they're just upfront about it. They don't try to hide their neediness like a lot of us. They're just like, I, I want, I want, I want a uh, Swedish fish, you know? That's, that's what kids do. That's what children are. Children, so children are helpless, okay? They're needy. Yes, they can be whiny. They are themselves. They're vulnerable, okay? They need to rely on other people, okay? And maybe they're even nuisances sometimes. Maybe they're even a nuisance, okay? And Jesus, the amazing thing, okay, is that Jesus desires to bless children. 
And not just children, but what he means by that is Jesus desires to bless people who are needy and who show it. People who are weak and who know it. That was cool, it rhymed. He, he desires to bless people who are annoying, okay? He desires to bless, bless people who are obsessed with Fortnite, okay? That's me, yes, yes. But Jesus, Jesus desire, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, Jesus is a blessing or, or the life that he offers uh, for each and every one of you isn't for you to attain some high status that you need to get to or by doing all the right things or by having it all together. But Jesus, Jesus, his goodness and his life is for you when you are needy and you know it. Right where you are, just as you are. He's for me when I'm needy and I know it, okay? So my last question, okay, my last question for you all, and we'll just, we'll try to do this one. I'm gonna give you like a minute, okay? Yes. How can we, so brainstorm fast. How can we, how can you become like a child? Okay, like all those characteristics. How can you become like that and show it like a real person? How can you become a real person? Right? To, and then receive the kingdom of God. Huh? You think about what I'm saying? You think about what I'm saying? Oh, thank you. Do you think about what I'm saying? And I said thank you. You're not liking the way I'm saying it? Oh, why not? Uh-huh. Oh, well, I didn't say that. Someone else said it. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe, I think I probably agree with you. It's, I think it's probably more about the characteristics of children that Jesus talked about. The kingdom of God belongs to people with these characteristics who are needy and weak, maybe in wonder. It's not about influencing them when they're young and brainwashing them, but it's more about Jesus is for these people who are weak and needy, and he's there for them. Not to brainwash them, but just to offer companionship and, and life. Is that better? Well, thank you for uh, saying that. Yeah. I went to the bathroom, right? Yeah, I think it's that. I know. All right, 10 uh, seconds. You can, we can talk for five minutes after. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go, let's, let's blindside this team and let's go with them first. Yeah, team, uh, Nick. How can we become like children? And this economy, Danny. I, I understand what you're saying, Sarah. Yes. We need Jesus. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so so a big part of it is just, Sarah, I think what you're saying is really good. A big part of it is just recognizing that we are needy. We can't do, we can't do life alone. We're needy. And Jesus is, a, is someone who, who can come alongside us and be a companion. Uh, team Zaire, Shauna? Matthew? Are you changing Matthew, could talk? It's a different name every time. It's, yeah, what well, just Zaire spoke one time? What's up over here? Sure. Yeah. I, I think, Sean, that's really good. Like, just being honest about who we are. Zaire, Zaire, what'd you say? Just cool, just cool. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I think... Zaire, maybe you could tell me after so I could really hear and just, you know, be, be really encouraged. Um, but I think, Shauna, Shauna, what you, got, what, you, what you were saying, I think was really good. Just like being honest about who we are, being, being actually self-reflective and being like, I'm, I, I know the things that, I know my weaknesses. I know that I need Jesus uh, is, is a big part, right? Because a lot of time we can go through life kind of not, not being, so. I, I like to just kind of avoid being self-reflective. Because I don't like to actually be troubled by like the, the troublesome things, you know? So, but being honest about, about who we are and the things that, that trouble us um, is, is, I think, a really good thing. Because then it brings us to Jesus. Because it brings us to a place of neediness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Team up front, what do we got? What did we get? I, I, actually, I actually forgot this time. So I actually forgot. Yeah, I don't know actually if you, if you really got anything. Brett actually sent me a lot of brain signals, but, but I, uh, I can't read them. How can we become like children? Be needy. needy. Okay. Yes. Team Cass over here. Oh, they copied us, bro. And we said it in a very sorry way. What was the second one? Okay, yeah. 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 So be needy. No, no, but the pride was there, not prideful, right? This humility. Um, that, that I think is necessary, right? Because the only way that we recognize that we're needy is by, being, is by having some sense of humility, right? By recognizing that, oh, we actually don't have it all put together. All right, let me end with this and, let me, and then I'm going to pray, okay? So Jesus, Jesus describes for us in this passage what the kingdom of God is like, okay? Jesus describes for us what the kingdom of God is like here. He tells us, Jesus tells us that, that the kingdom of God, it's not a place for the elite. Okay, the kingdom of God is not a place for people who have it all together, who fit in, who are powerful. Okay, but Jesus's kingdom, the, the kingdom of God welcomes the outcast, the needy, broken outcast. Okay, it welcomes the vulnerable people. All right, so if you ever feel like that, if you ever are honest about that and you feel and you are needy, vulnerable, broken, Jesus welcomes you with open arms and he wants to offer a blessing. He wants to show you his goodness, just like to the children the children who the disciples kept away. So if that is you, okay, if you are weak, if you are needy, uh, if you are an outcast, if you ever feel like an outcast or you, or you are vulnerable, which we all are, Jesus opens his arms wide to you, all right? And he wants to embrace you in, in blessing and goodness and walk with you through your life. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that you do not cast us out um, because we are 
because we are needy and vulnerable, because we can often be annoying, um, because we are broken. You don't, you don't cast us out, but you actually uh, ask us to draw close to you. It's not even just that you let us, but you ask us, you desire for us um, to be near to you so that we can um, be blessed, so that we can ha- uh, walk a life in goodness with you, walk a life that is meaningful, that has purpose, um, even in the midst of, of neediness and brokenness. Um, you are the light that shines um, into our darkness, and we thank you for this. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.